<clears throat> Welcome to the TB Toy Cast, where Travis and Brian talk all things toys from the past, the present, and the future. Ugh, that's all we need, another podcast where a bunch of nerds talk about toys. Enjoy the show! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time once again for the TV Toy Cast. Uh, my name is Brian. Joining me as always on this adventure down the toy aisle is my good friend Travis. Travis, it is episode 40, so I assume I know the answer, but are you ready to talk some toys? I am. Does this make us over the hill now that we're at episode 40? Oh, it's all downhill like, from here, my friend. That's, that's what I thought. Like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 40, definitely over the hill, black the, balloons, you know, the whole deal. Yeah, we're going to honk and shaving cream people's cars. Exactly. Uh, our main event today, I think, is one I know I'm excited about. I know you are as well. I feel like it's like one of the last few like big toy lines we haven't talked about. The real Ghostbusters, man. Like This is going to be a lot of fun to dive into. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and a fun toy line to the point, like, I mean, you got your Ghostbusters, you got ghosts, you got, you know, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man and other ghosts that you were familiar with. It was like a, a, a good crossover from the toys and the movies, essentially. So, uh, great toy line because it did cover so much. So, I, I'm definitely excited to, to talk about it. Yeah, me too, man. I think this is going to be a great one. That will be coming up in our main event. Uh, we're also going to, of course, dive into what has us excited and what we're finding on the pegs. But before we do that, it's icebreaker time. It's an even-numbered episode. So, Travis, do you have something to break the ice? I do. It, it might be a quick one and maybe a little disappointment, but it, it was something I actually thought about and wrote down. Oh, boy. Um, I know. I actually did homework. I'm I'm ready. And it's probably going to be disappointing. But, <laughs> so, like a little peek behind the curtain, uh, you went to Hobby Lobby this past week to I, grab a couple things. I'm diving into customs. Well, not really. I'm just kind of, like, working on some stuff. But, yes, yeah, I did. So, you know, Hobby Lobby has a toy section, I guess, if you will. I, and what's funny is I did not actually know that they had that. It, and I say toys loosely because they've got like Hot Wheels and models and Funkos Funko. yeah. and like science toys. Um, you know, have you ever been to a store? You know, there are all these jokes as well as like pharmacies having action figures from 20 years ago because they don't sell. Right. Um, but have you ever been to an odd store seen just a weird toy and bought it because, well, I'm here. I, you know, I'm, I'm going to get this science experiment toy or this magnet thing or, or something that, that caught your eye that was an out of the ordinary toy. Actually. So there's so much to dive into there, actually, believe it or not. Um, I think the first thing that always comes to mind when you, just when you started talking about that, the first thing I thought of were bootlegs, like Dollar General bootlegs, right? Yeah. Um, 
I actually bought the the Manix Hasbro style bootlegs back in like 2000. I had some of those. I remember around that same time going to Dollar General and I think my mom was at a clothing store if I remember correctly and there was a Dollar General next door. I was bored, wasn't driving yet. Early 2000s, maybe 2001. And I'm like, can I go in Dollar General real quick? Yeah, yeah, just hurry back. Okay, so I go in there, and they had these bootleg wrestling figures that were exactly... I mean, they were Jack's Titantron Live parts. And I'll never forget, they were hilarious characters. So I ended up buying a bunch of them because they were like three bucks. The one I wanted the most was Redneck Rick. And I will, Oh, man. I will, he actually he had Mick Foley's shirt on that they painted flannel. And then, of course, they put jeans and work boots on him. Um, like they were all straight-up Titantron Live parts. They had a guy named Cobra that had a big Cobra tattoo on his chest. They had a guy named uh, Mickey Martin, which looked like Ricky Martin, but he was wearing a Gangrel shirt painted like leopard print. I am okay with all of these figures right dude, now. Dude, they were fun. And I remember thinking, like, the three bucks, like... I have a $10 bill. I can get three of them, you know, like that's awesome. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was really cool. So yeah, I, I think sometimes that's the fun part about just hitting random stores, right? Is just finding this goofy stuff. Another thing, when you start talking about like pharmacies and stuff, our local pharmacy around here actually had something that a lot of pharmacies have, which made them fun. The comic book rack. Oh, yeah. And see, comics. Yeah, so exactly. Comics were a little harder to come by where I lived because I'm in a suburb of Tulsa, which is the major city, but that's 30 minutes away. And so I don't, I know Walmart never had comics. The grocery stores I went to never had them, but this drugstore did. So I didn't get them all the time, but it was really cool being like, oh, cool, I can get this, you know, Batman comic book for like two, because at the time they're like, what, a dollar fifty? maybe? They're pretty cheap. And, yeah, give or take. And so that was always kind of cool, like going into stores like that, because sometimes you just find random stuff. Like I remember there was a grocery store when I lived in Missouri that had a comic book rack. And so I'd go in there like once a week just to see new comics. And what's funny is they weren't the most current comics always. Like they were current-ish, but maybe three or four weeks old. But you could sometimes find some good stuff in there. And I think I think stuff like that's that's definitely fun. Oh, yeah. Like, I always ended up with, like, army men, a yo-yo, or, sure. like, a silly putty or something. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So many little red eggs of silly putty because right. that that's, for some reason, that's, like, a, a pharmacy go-to. So yeah, I, I, those, I definitely like, ended uh, up with stuff like that. Those handles, they were, like, clacker balls, and they'd go back and forth. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. I, I actually had... The real clacker balls that were on the string. Yeah. And I, I bought, my mom got them for us. And I took, because there was a little pinch, this like little piece of plastic that you held on to. You didn't actually hold on to the rope um, instead of a handle. And that's what would make them clack. But I took that little piece of plastic off. I broke it off the middle of the rope. And I used it as, like, Batman and Robin uh, rope. Because, like, 
What are those things called, like, in the cartoon where, like, Batman and Robin would throw them at their feet and it was like uh, the balls would then wrap around their feet and tie in a knot and they would fall over? Like, I don't know what they were called, but, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And I, yeah, so I used my clackers as, as that because, you know, they were small enough and the, they, they fit on my belt or my utility belt to, you know, you, you had, you had to do that because that, that's how you stop people from running away from the crime scene. Fun stuff. So much fun, man. Yeah. That brings up so many memories, but yeah, man, I, I love those little random visits and, I'll be honest, um, you know, even today, I don't go a lot, but I do like to wander through uh, Dollar General from time to time because, honestly, you can find some stuff. I mean, I found more recently, I found some, like, random elite figures at times. Like, I think I think that's what's cool about those types of stores. And even even today, like, uh, I encourage people, if you're a, a an elite fan, if you're a Marvel Legends fan or a DC Multiverse fan... Take a take a step or two through Walgreens. You never know what you're going to find at some certain Walgreens. Oh, Walgreens are uh, that's the thing though. Walgreens are real hit or miss. Yes. Uh, big lots or odd lots for some reason have been getting lots of basic and elites the past six to eight months. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ollies, like if you have a if you have an Ollies, uh, check your local Ollies for for stuff like that because they're yeah. You know they're constantly buying, uh, you know, over shipment of stuff. Um, right. I remember about three years ago, maybe four. I, I don't remember when they came out, but um, it was that first green dress, Miss Elizabeth. Then now and forever. Yes. I think it was like Elizabeth Gable and. Uh, well, it was. I about said America's most wanted. It's American Alpha, yeah. Him and Jason Jordan, absolutely. Yeah, Jason Jordan. Then now, and I don't remember who the fourth one. Maybe Yokozuna. I I don't know, but it was that series of then now and forever. And I went to an Ollie's, and I just remember never being able to find Miss Elizabeth. And all of a sudden, there's like literally eighteen Miss Elizabeths. On the bottom shelf, and I say, "You've got to be kidding me!" Like that's what people I kept thinking find... was going to happen with the Harley figure. I wish that yeah. would have happened with the Harley figure, but it—you know—you never know. And you know, I uh, like my back in—I guess it's been a year now because it's—it was cold when this happened, so it was like. December or January of last year, I went into Odd Lots and found the Tony Storm basic. I remember because that, yeah. Odd Lots found it before Walmart right. even got them in, and so you never know. And so, moral of the story is, you know, when you're out walking and figure hunting and. There's that big lots or that Ollie's that's right next to or in the same shopping center as your Walmart or Target, you know, maybe take an extra minute and absolutely do do a quick walkthrough. You never know what you're going to find. I know um, Walgreens has a lot of exclusive Marvel Legends, and when I was really into collecting those, 
they had kind of one at a time released the entire Fantastic Four. And so um, all of them were kind of out of circulation at this point. eBay prices weren't extreme, but they were double what you would normally think. And so I was like, hmm, all right, well, let me go start hitting some Walgreens. And as you know, there's probably, like, if, if your town has, like, four Walmarts, it probably has 12 Walgreens. They because are because they're on every other street corner. They are everywhere, and so out doing my toy hunting, I just decide I'm gonna stop at like as many Walgreens as I see. And I swear to you, in that trip in two days, I was able to get three of the four of the Fantastic Four. Walk in one. Oh, That's Mr. Awesome. Fantastic found him. Oh, the Invisible Woman. Only one I never actually spotted was the Human Torch, and. That's that's the thing. Like I, but even in that in that journey, I found a Walgreens exclusive Punisher that I didn't even realize was a thing. It's like, oh wow, okay. Like it's it's one of those weird random things you just never know. And here's another thing: some Walgreens don't even have toys. So yeah, <laughs> it's that's weird. The crazy thing. And so I like I started noticing. Okay, okay, I need to stick with the bigger ones. The smaller ones don't have toys, but. Some of the bigger ones didn't. It's it's so hit or miss. You just don't know. They have exclusive Funko Pops. I remember when I was collecting those, I went and bought the Shawn Michaels, which was like the heel Shawn Michaels, and then the masked cane Funko Pops. Those were yep. both Walgreens exclusives. I bought them online because I'm like, oh, I'm never going to find them. And then I went to a random Walgreens, and I saw like four of each sitting right there. It's like, wow. That was like Money, Inc. Yeah. Like Money, Inc., like a Walgreens. Or Enzo and Big like, I remember. Oh, yeah, I forgot about them. And I, I remember the same thing. Like, um, my my Walgreens around here, there's a lot of collectors, so they normally get hit pretty hard. And I remember finding Money, Inc. and going, holy crap, yeah. I, I, I've got a chance at this. So, um, you know, will you find exactly what you're looking for? No, but you'll definitely find... You know, there's a good chance you could find a Star Wars Black exclusive, sure. a Marvel Legends exclusive. Um, yeah, I don't think Mattel does anything elite wise exclusive anymore. But 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 they probably know, will again because they did. Or you never know what old one they'll have. Um, sure, somebody uh, you know got lucky. But last year when Luke Harper passed, they mm-hmm. walked into their Walgreens and found the Bludgeon Brothers Luke Harper figure. Which was out of print for, gosh, a year, and it was just sitting on a, a Walgreens, you know, because they got two elites, but probably one Bludgeon Brother and one other regular one, and nobody ever bought it. But you know, they had a a Luke Harper's, so it, it's almost like a, a grab bag. You never know, like a, it's Forrest Gump. Walgreens is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. It's so, so true. But we don't want to spend too much time talking about the wonders that is Walgreens. Uh, we got to dive into what has us excited. So, Travis, I'll start with you, man. What's got you excited these days? Um, For... Uh, boy, I'm stuttering. I, I do this every week because I, I try to figure out how I want to say something. But I'm excited for Cella Toys announced the Greg Valentine Rhythm and Blues uh, 
Hasbro figure or vintage figure as, you know, as they're called. Um, it's, it's got a completely different pose. Uh, it's got a lot more painted detail to it than what the Hasbro or the retro, uh, had, but uh, kudos to them for, you know, releasing arguably the most famous unreleased wrestling figure of all time and doing it with more detail. So now you're, cause he looks more like honky tonk man, uh, that, that release kind of like your straight arm up and down with the guitar in the jacket. Right. So now your honky tonk man is going to have a cello toys, Rhythm and Blues, Greg. No, I think that's a fun idea. Um, that Chella, I feel like, does surprise you a lot with some of their signings. You're like, oh, wow, okay. you know, And good on them. I've kind of made the decision on my end that I'm like, I just can't collect everything. So I'm like, I don't, I'm just not going to dive into Chella, period. But that doesn't mean that I don't appreciate what they're doing. Um, I think that figure looks awesome. Like you said, they took... I don't think they probably could legally do the exact prototype. I could be wrong. Um, I don't know the... Because um, I mean, because like, I was thinking about Zombie doing the Jeff Jarrett, but I think that was just an artist rendering. I don't think it was actually a prototype. So I don't know the legality there, but um, I think it's great that they did that. It's a glaring omission from the original line, so good on them. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's an interesting toy, and there's definitely a lot of color, a lot of details on the jacket, and I think it's great. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know if I'm going to get it, uh, but it definitely, uh, definitely shocked me seeing it announced this week. What up? Have you been following the Bone Crushers? They announced Gilbert. What do you think about that? It's I. It's another custom that I did as a kid that I just uh, I I want to get Gilbert, but I don't know if I will. Um, I'm curious the price uh, point on these guys too. Yes, and this is going to make me sound like a broken record, and this is what I was trying to to say at the be you know at the beginning of the rhythm and blues, Greg, but. Um, I feel like Chella is now falling into that we're making so many announcements, but we haven't produced anything yet. Yeah. Kind of what Zombie is falling into, kind of what Storm Collectibles, or not Storm, Super 7, mm-hmm. like, and like, is this normal now because of COVID? But we're getting a new Chella announcement every week. Mm-hmm. So... You know, last week was Ultimo Dragon with Sonny Ono. This week was Rhythm and Blues Greg and Gilberg. Like, okay, cool. Where, where, where are the figures? Right. So, like, I'm excited, but I don't want to sound like, you know, old man, get off my lawn. But, you know, put your money where your mouth is. Let's, let's see some figures because... Yeah. If I see the quality of them and the quality's good, maybe I'll buy more. Maybe I won't, 
because they're not so good. I, I, I don't know, but Chella is falling into that, you know, zombie. Uh, I mean, I even hate to say it. FTC, they make a lot of announcements. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff hasn't been made. Uh, Chella, uh, Super 7. Uh, so, you know, start producing stuff. Right. You know, that, I agree. That, that sounds very demanding, but, like, there's a lot of good things that I want to see. You know, can, can we start seeing it? That way, you know, maybe we can, they can get some of the the money out of my wallet. Yeah, I agree. I think that's always the, the problem with toys. I do think Zombie is doing a smart thing of not putting Series 2 up for pre-order until Series 1 is in hand, which he has said well, it should be like February. Um, so I don't, yeah. I don't think that that's a bad idea. Um, this way, like we should have all of series one and more or less, we can kind of make our decision moving forward. If we're like, okay, I like these or nope, this is a letdown. You know what I mean? Like it, it I think that's right. a smart strategy. So that way you're not into it for 10 plus figures. It's okay. Let me get series one and see what I think. And so on. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things with these online companies and, and stuff. It kind of makes for me, and, and I was going to ask you this, does it make going to the store different? Because if there's nothing that I care to find, I do sometimes have, a, and not that I won't go to Walmart. I still will, but I, I won't go as often because if I'm like, well, nothing's out, there's nothing I want. I don't need to go. You ever get that way? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, you know, uh, today, uh, you know, normally my Wednesday routine is if you guys follow our TikTok is um, for my job, I, I go out and do field work, you know, go out and visit businesses. And so, you know, I get Gavin on the bus, I get Gracie at school. And then before I start my day visiting businesses, I'll go and hit, you know, my local Walmart and Target first thing Wednesday morning. And this morning I just... I didn't want to for some reason. And I don't know if I'm sick, but it's like, oh, you know, I haven't seen anything the past three, four weeks. Um, I still did go to Walmart, but I didn't hit Target because I didn't, I wasn't expecting anything. So, yes, I definitely get those, uh, I don't want to do this blues, like, I, I, you just don't want the disappointment. I'm going to walk down the aisle and all I'm going to see are Eternals and mm-hmm. this and that. So definitely understand where you're coming from. I think it's one of those things that's like we're always looking for you know, the next thing, right? Like uh, for me, it was like Masterverse Series 3. Then I found them. It's like, okay, now what? Like, oh, maybe they'll put out the new, you know, G.I. Joes. Well, I haven't seen those. Maybe they'll have some new NECA Turtles. Okay, those are out. You know what I mean? It's, it, I think it depends on what you're searching for. Because my yeah. my mind shifts, right? So, like, when I find, I don't know, like, Masterverse Series 3, I'm not even worried about those anymore. Because it's like, I know Series 4 is, like, going to be a while. So, you know, I, I have some time. I don't have to worry about that, I guess. So, I don't know. It just it must be nice, jerk, because guess who's over here 
worried about Series 3 Masterverse while you're just sitting over there, ooh, I'm not worried. I'm just giving you a hard time. Well, if it's anything like Faker, you should get them in bulk. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It's going to be March, and or, or even by the time this episode drops in late February. Right. And all of a sudden, it's just going to be like, boom, here's Stinkor, Andra, uh, Scareglow, and... Fisto. Oh, man. Fisto, yeah. That Fisto actually looks really good. So It, it's, it is. It's a great, they're great figures all around. I, I have nothing bad to say about them. Mattel it, Distribution that, is not my favorite, though. Yeah, it's that patience thing. Like, yeah. I know it's coming. I know I'll get it. But... Well, I, well, I think I told this story last week, but I remember going on vacation in July, or early July, probably late June... Um, last year and I found Battle Cat at Target and I put it on a credit card because I didn't want to spend my cash yet because I was like, I got to be careful. Right. And I'm like, but again, we don't know, right? I mean, I wouldn't have expected that a week after Christmas seeing 30 of them at Target clearance, you know, so you just yeah, don't, for you just don't know. Yeah, 1997. So, right. no, I get it. Yeah, you just don't know. But, um, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll kind of switch over to me for, uh, what has us excited? I feel like we're kind of in that broken record mode of nothing really has me excited. But, I, well, I mean, it, nothing's... It's okay. Well, there's not a lot of news right now, you know? It's just kind of like the same old stuff. Toy Fair like. is coming up. Uh, you know, like I said, as toy, I think Toy Fair is in February. You know, like I said, we do record those three, four weeks in advance. So and I hear it's we don't have any banger year for Toy Fair. Yeah, so we don't have any new updates for Toy Fair, and they're holding out until Toy Fair to sure. make those announcements. So I think AEW. You know, it, if you remember, that's when we first saw Series Two of AEW was Toy Fair. Yes, and, and so I, I feel like Jeremy's going to make some big announcements. Yes. We're going to see uh, some more Joe announcements. Yes, you know, with Tiger Force and right. exclusives, and you know. It's coming, yes. but it's the calm before the storm. Agreed. It's always that slow time, but Toy Fair is, I think, the first like big bump right after Christmas. But I, I will say this: um, you know, I, I think you should have it in by now. But Wolf's Chop Shop, that newsletter is hitting for everybody, and there's a lot of cool stuff on the back of that. We can't talk about it yet, but I uh, again, I love what Jason Wolf's doing. I love the Bad News Brown figure. I can't wait to see the January figure is known. I, at least I know what it is. It was kind of, yeah. It was a clue, and I I actually was able to decipher the code. But um, actually, a good friend of the you show. You drank enough Ovaltine, didn't you? You <laughs> used your decoder ring. Yeah, with little orphan Annie, absolutely. <laughs> but I still don't know why he locked himself in the bathroom to do that. Like, go to your room, pal. Like, what are you doing? Your brother's got to poop. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, that that was good. It's been a. I mean. There's a lot. I don't. That's what we need, Jason. We needed a decoder ring or something. There it is. You, you've got a 3D printer. I've got a 3D printer. Let's make a Wolf Chop Shop decoder ring. I wouldn't be shocked if he's not thinking that. But there's some good stuff happening, and um, the January figure, uh, which should be revealed, I would imagine, now that uh, as people hear this, if they're club members, but. 
he put out there that I figured it out. A couple of people slid into my DMs to be like, hey, man, I have no clue. Can you tell me? <laughs> so I, I let him know what it was. So I think that's um, I think that's really cool. And I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think the concept of a monthly figure is awesome. You know, And again, I'm not knocking anyone's business model, but that's a lot easier for me to pull off one figure a month than a whole wave every few months, you know? So yes, um, I'm, absolutely. I'm a big fan of that. And I think his stuff is getting better all the time. I've got some customs in the works as those come in, I will be revealing them. I'm so I'm, I'm kind of all in on that, man. But again, I think with the toy collecting, you can't collect it all. And that's actually kind of something I was, I guess this is almost like an icebreaker, but we can throw it in there. Do you feel like, with collecting becoming so there's so many things that that could force people to just leave it all together. Cause it's like, I can't keep up with this. Oh yeah. It's definitely daunting. Um, because right now I, I'm literally buying maybe one or two wrestling figures. Uh, I've never, other than when I cut out Mattel, uh, at the very beginning, I haven't bought, you know, I haven't been on the, like, lookout or, you know, oh, I have to have these Mattel figures, or because I would always like, oh, I can get one or two per series. I'm not buying all of them, but I'll get one or two, just because. And, like, I'm not even doing that anymore. It's, like, very slim pickings. I'm doing the same thing with Joe. Um, but I think the reason that I'm doing it is that way when Masterverse Series 3 does show up, I've got the funds readily available to buy them and get them because I do want them. Right. And I don't want to be stuck in that spot of, oh, shoot, it's, you know, the Wednesday before payday because right. the day before payday is always the brokest day of the of the week or every two weeks and you're like, well, of course I'd find this today. Like, yep. So you just be, you know, so then you start hiding. do I not get this? <laughs> exactly. Cause we're going to hide them under the shelves. That'll be on the next TikTok video. Right. Instead of me looking under the shelves, I'm going to hide stuff under the shelves. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's a thing where I've, I've learned. It's very easy for me. And th this is just my personal thing. I need to get past, honestly. It's easy for me. Like right now, there's nothing in the stores I want. So do I have a little extra money to work with? Yes. So what happens? Ooh, Toonie Terrors. Well, maybe I should get that. Ooh, Fortnite figures. Those are kind of fun. Maybe I'll grab that. Oh, they have DC Multiverse. Ooh, and Marvel Legends. Like that's when I start diving into other stuff. And that's what I need to stop doing, honestly, is just get away from yeah. diving into other stuff accidentally. Because it happens where it's like, you know, and I'm... I'm the type where if I buy a figure, I want to buy a bunch of them and it's a, it's a slippery slope on all that stuff, man. So I'll, I'll use that. Your, your statement there as a transition to what we're finding on shelves, because I had that exact experience today. Oh, nice. um, like I said, I went to Walmart and, uh, my they they didn't really restock anything figure wise, so I'm not seeing anything new on the shelves. Um, but uh, went to the collectible section, and the NECA lady was there, and there were a couple couple more Goliaths. The first one, 
Uh, with no Disney, so like you said, so Goliath still has no Disney logo. Um, I saw my next batch of movie turtles, so I saw Raph, Leo, Mikey, and Donnie, as well as Splinter and Shredder. So I saw six movie figures, uh, so three two-packs. And then right above them are these new little... AXS figure, AXS Axis mm-hmm. figures of Michelangelo and Raphael. Yeah, those are and from. Is it Loyal Subjects or something? I can't remember. I, th- I think so. But yeah, because they Something. they've done like Kiss and they've done like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel and Napoleon Dynamite. I think Beetlejuice had yeah. one. They were they were kind of a mix between the cartoon and. The video game, the arcade games. Right. And I looked at them and went, oh, man, there's only two of the four. Oh, they're only 17 bucks. Let me get these today because, you know, that's only 34 bucks. And It's, it's then, just like Batman, if, right? Exactly. Like, if I would have bought two, guess what I'm going to have to do in three months when Donnie and Leo are done. Well, I can't have two of the four turtles, so there's thirty-four more dollars. So I Oh, what if they I make Bebop and Rocksteady? What if they make Shredder and Splinter and, and Shredder and a Foot Soldier? Yeah. So I I picked them up, looked at them. Man, these are cool. Man, this is something new. Man, there was nothing else that I wanted to buy. No, no Travis. That's a bad Travis. Put them back on the shelves. And I, I did. I put them back. So I was um, proud of myself to put them back. Um, but I did also, uh, I'd like to share my last figure purchase of 2021. Nice. And my um, my first figure purchase of uh, 2022. Um Last Thursday, uh, for some reason, I couldn't sleep. Woke up at like 4 o'clock in the morning on Thursday, day before New Year's Eve. And uh, also don't know why, but I decided to look at the old Target app and see what was going on on Target. And, uh, for you know, this is the listeners are going to laugh, but for somebody... Uh, like we have for months now, not bashed, but shown our distaste and discomfort with the uh, McFarland 66 Batman series. Mm-hmm. As I'm going through, I find the Chase unmasked Batman Adam West figure for retail, $18. I went, dog crap. <laughs> like, <laughs> so shipping and I had some target uh, target bonus bucks or whatever from Christmas shopping. So my last figure purchase, oddly enough and ironically enough was the unmasked 66 Batman McFarlane. Uh, so that, that was cool and now I just need the Robin Chase to have all three chase figures and i feel pretty good to be able to get two out of the three at retail well oddly enough speaking of those i actually saw the riddler uh, the other day at target 
Ooh, how was he? It looked cool. Uh, again, I'm like, I, I just can't dive into him. Although a good friend of the show, Nate from Ring Skirts, he uh, he sent me some pictures. He's like, well, I broke down, and he had all of them, and including the Batcave. Travis, I'm not lying, dude. It looked cool, and I was like, man, that's so cool. Um, and yeah. so I, I told him I saw Riddler, and he goes, well, if you see that again, hit me up, because I'm, I'm needing that one. I'm like, oh, for sure, man. Um, I, I What's funny, though, is I wonder if Riddler will have a chase, like an unmasked version. I haven't seen anything chase-wise for Series 2. Right, because there's also uh, the Surf's Up Batman and Joker. Yeah, I don't know how you would necessarily do chases of those, but you know, maybe different colored trunks. I don't know. But uh, I think it'd be kind of cool to get a an unmasked Riddler. So uh, if you see him out there, let us know. Yeah. Um, but then today, I did my first figure purchase of 2022. Oh. Um, I guess it's technically, it, well, not technically, it is. Uh, stopped in at GameStop tonight because, uh, you know, they've... Uh, They've been getting AEW figures, and every once in a while they'll get some just off-the-wall, random Marvel Legends. Um, Walked in, and they had three Cody LJN uh, AEW unmatched. Or, yeah, no. Yes, right. It's unmatched. Unmatched. So I'm going to be watching those like a hawk because I know that's going to hit a clearance soon, and I would definitely pick that up on clearance. Um, but then I used my handy dandy $5 January coupon and reserved the spider armor, Spider-Man Marvel legends, the Mark one or that silver and dark black one. Or oh, dark nice, gray. Yeah. Uh, it's in the old vintage, right? Uh, card. And, you know, we had talked about, uh, when that came out, I was kind of excited for it. And, you know, I asked, I said, hey, can I use this? Yeah, sure, man, why not? So, like, he said, well, I've got to charge you $6 because I have to take cash. But then I just use the $5 and, you know, your your dollar, like, tricks the system into thinking, like, that you're, you're doing more. So, uh, I reserved the Mark one Spider-Man and uh, you know, that'll be out sometime in the next couple months, but very cool. Pretty excited to get those two. Yeah. That's, that's always, that's always fun. I actually, back when they did the original run of tiger electronics, I reserved all of those through games or through think geek, which is a GameStop subsidiary at the time. Ours has since closed down, but um, each one was $5 to reserve. So that was 20. But it was kind of one of those things that's almost in a weird way, kind of like a layaway, because instead of paying 60 the next time I went back, I only had to pay 40 Right. So it, it's the same amount, but it's like, well, it's kind of nice paying a little bit up front. That way, when you come back, you don't have to pay the full amount. You know, it's kind of a nice little yeah. break there on your wallet. And, you know, I know that you can go back and, you know, pay, you know, if I want to go back tomorrow and throw another two dollars on it i can right i mean not that i will but right but yeah that's, up but if you bought the whole wave that would be kind of nice to be able to do that yeah so but that's that's really it i like i said i'm not seeing anything else 
new on the shelves. I'm still in the dreaded uh, restock phase. Um, no new elites, no new Marvel Legends, still sitting on Eternals, mm-hmm. Age of Apocalypse. Not even really seeing the new Spider-Man series. Like I know there's I a, a new Miles Morales that's out and the... Um, and not Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland head, mm-hmm. uh, Spider-Man haven't seen hide nor hair of either of those. So, um, just, uh, just waiting on the action figure restock because they're, they're, they're restocking the toys, but they just haven't got to, uh, the action figures, I guess. And I know the, the bats and barbecue are showing up at, Walmart and Target mm-hmm. haven't seen those yet. So. I've seen a ton of barbecue actually. Have you? Okay. I haven't seen the bats yet, like the the Alley Viper bat. Is that correct? And then yeah, yeah. I uh, a friend of mine told me those are hitting, but he hasn't seen them yet here locally. So I'm gonna keep my eyes. That's the main thing I'm looking for right now. But I haven't really found anything good in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's. Like our news and what we're excited for, once again, we're not finding much. Yeah, and it, I think that happens sometimes because there's just – it's that lull after Christmas, you know? Like it's – there's that, that reset and new stuff will kind of start hitting. I think that's a big reason too why Mattel with 2022 hitting, their packaging changes, right? So new year, new pra- new package, it's fresh. So right. on and so forth. It's smart business, but I think when Toy Fair hits, we'll, we'll definitely be uh, hit with a bunch of stuff. But I'm trying to think. Other than other than what I already mentioned, I don't really feel like I've seen a whole lot new. Like I said, I saw that Riddler. I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of fun. But I don't feel like I've seen anything since then that that was uh, really newsworthy. I I am noticing at my local Walmart a ton of Mattel right now like wwe mattel like from two packs to basics to like top picks a lot of elites are out there um nothing i mean it's all like braun Strowman's and the rocks it's like the stuff that like the top picks that you right. know, really, that never really move uh but no aew right now so hopefully we start seeing some more aew sets show up soon still haven't seen series seven anywhere on the pegs yeah i haven't seen seven or unmatched two and i feel like those are both do it any time or any moment. Like they'll they'll yeah. just kind of pop up. I think that sting will go quick. So once Unmatched Two hits, be sure to grab that sting if you get a chance. It's sting. Exactly. I, I'm, I yeah, hope that looking forward to that one. I, I, when I'm when I find him, that I can honor Tony Schiavone and and do that on our uh, TV Toycast TikTok. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up. Um, this is not really what we're finding, but just something that I found that was fun. And I normally don't dive into what I'm doing custom wise until like I actually have it. But I'm gonna bring this up. Uh, you turned me on to Curb Stomp City uh, decals. Yes. If anyone does not know what these are, they're pretty much what you think. Where like he makes these decals, so that it could be tattoos, it could be gear designs. A, a number of things for your figures and they're relatively inexpensive, but there's a few customs I had in the works and um, 
and they have decals available. So there's a custom I've been wanting for a long time. And I went ahead and I found his decals. And what's really cool is he has them sized for like almost every type of figure. So you can do retro size, which is like, you know, Hasbro size, which is the main thing I'm collecting. But he had the decals for Bob Spark Plug Holly. And I don't even have that figure in the works, but I knew just by the, <laughs> well, like the checkered flag, I'm like, that would be such a pain for Jason to try to paint. Uh, I think he could do it, but I think he he would probably hate me. <laughs> so, um, it's kind of like painting uh, arachnoman webs. I don't know who would do that. Exactly. Exactly. And so, um, I had to buy him. I'm like, you know, I don't know. I've never tried to do decals or mess with them, but I feel like. His website's really cool, so I want to give him a shout out because I was like, man, just I love that he's got. When you see the decals, he's got the difficulty level of how difficult these are, instructions on how to do it. I'm like, that that's a pretty cool, fun thing if you want to dive into customs. And the reason I thought of that is if you go to his website, like, and you get that new Jazzware Sting, he actually has decals to do the CM Punk face paint that he wore a couple of weeks ago. I have been very close to buying that exact set for that when that when that AEW sting comes out um I have I've bought the CM Punk uh decal set because um the face paint one there's a no the uh the first AEW match where he was in the tights okay the long tights um the long tights yeah I went and bought um I went and bought SCU uh, because I got uh, Scorpio, because he's got the long black pants, right, or and the tights and the kick pads, and then I bought Kazarian because he's kind of like he's not the heavyweight, but he's not the skinny like Darby and MJF, right. So he's kind of like the middleweight, which is what Punk is, um, and all those Jazzwares figures pop off at the hips and everything real easy. They do. Um, and then I've got um, an AEW CM Punk head from Federation Federation. So I'm currently working on a Jazzwares CM Punk. And that's the cool thing about it is, like, he, he already made CM Punk's AEW gear. He's made mm-hmm. Sting's. Like you were saying, uh, CM Punk face paint, and there's a Punk with Sting face paint. Um, you know, if, if you want, uh, you know, a lot of people are Johnny Gargano fans, and every time that, um, you know, there was, I think the takeover when Mattel did had the Wolverine, but he made the Wolverine claws that Mattel did not put on there. Um he makes the Pepsi and the Cobra tattoos that are not on the CM Punk Mattels or that probably are not going to be on uh, the Jazzwares. So, right. yeah, def- definitely check him out. Uh, he he does current stuff, old stuff. You can get a La Parca set and have an entire La Parca figure. So, um, really good guy. Uh, he'll do custom orders, and it's just fun to, like you said, kind of fall down that hole of, oh wow, he, you know, like you said, Barb, Barb, Bob Sparkplug Holly, and now, you know, it's just putting the decals on the figure, and there you go, you're good to go. 
Well, I mean, I'm looking at it like if I can get a head that works, which I might be able to make happen pretty soon. It's basically just a red singlet, right? And white yeah. boots. It's nothing. It's nothing complicated. If I can get the decals on, if I can figure it out. And I'm pretty sure, and I could be wrong on this, the decal sets come with two sets, so in case you mess it up. Exactly. That's, you know, you yeah, I mean. Mess one up, you can try again. And that's what I, that's so cool. It's such a fun idea where I was like, man, you know, that's that's awesome. And so I, you know, I, I'm sure some of them are hard, but I'm, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a customizer at all, but. When I was able to kind of make some, like, so full disclosure, the Arachnaman I got after it shipped, the thumb broke off. I don't know if I talked about that or not, but um, it really, like, it hit me right in the nuts, I'll be honest, because I was like, oh. Because, you know, but people listening don't realize how long this has been in the works. Right. And... And so I talked the, to Jason. Then the thumb fell off. And Jason was like, "Oh no!" And I'm like, "It's, it's not your fault, man. It just ha- I, it's resin. It happens." But what kind of glue do you use? Because he, you know, on his figures, he glues the torso to the legs, and and for this figure, you use the magnet. And I actually told you, I was like, "I think I'm going to glue it." And the reason is, anytime I I moved it, it would fall apart because. You know, I, I got it on a shelf or whatever, and so it'd be easy. It's easy for the legs to come off with the magnet. So I'm thinking maybe I can try to glue it. And so I got this glue, and which you mentioned earlier at Hobby Lobby. That's why I was there, and and I got some putty to kind of keep the head in place a little bit better. I was able to glue the thumb on, glue the the torso to the legs. It looks perfect. Like I was so proud of myself. I'm like, hey, look at me. I made this happen. You know, like I even showed my nephew his thumb, and he couldn't even tell it was glued. So I thought that was pretty fun. And and so like with these decals, I'm they're they're also relatively inexpensive. So I thought, you know what? If I can get a a red painted figure and try to do these decals myself, if I mess up, I'll just buy another set. That's two more. I think I can get it in yeah. four tries, right? Like, and if not, okay, Jason, you think you can do this for me? You know, or, or I'll send it to you or whatever. But yeah, it's it's kind of to me doing these DIY projects is kind of a fun thing. It kind of makes it uh, like you're more proud when you're done if it comes out well. Yeah, I mean that's how uh, that's curb stomp is who I went through from my Danhausen tattoos, and that's you know I sat in one evening and I. YouTubed it and I watched the videos and then cut them out and put them on and you know some the some of the decals were easy some of them were hard because how you had to wrap around but it is it's fun and you know you don't just like anything the the more you try the better you get at it so yeah it's just fun because it you know it it takes you're getting because they're, they're printed on these decals, these water slide decals. So when applied, they look, once they dry, they look just like factory painted. Yeah. And it, it, it's they look great. So, uh, you know, check them out and we will uh, we'll keep you updated on, on how the water slide decals are, are going. Well, I've got a few more. I don't want to touch on them yet because they're, they're figures I have in the works. And so some of them are... In the works currently. Some of them will be in the future, but I, I'm excited for all of them. Some of them were tattoos. Some of them are just logos on gear. A lot of them were stuff I thought would be hard to hand paint, even for maybe Jason. So I thought, okay, 
Maybe I'll give these decals a try. Um, one of them I will tell you, and I'll tell everybody listening, why not? Um, it's the back of trunks, and the figure I'm going to use, I realize, has the uh, like the copyright writing on the back of the trunks. So it would have, oh. to, be, it would have to be painted. So I'm thinking about sanding that off. You know, getting it smooth and and then having it painted, then trying the logo. So we'll see. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and that that's the best part about this trial and error. Yeah. You know, and what figuring out what works best for you. Exactly. Well, if you're ready, man, I think it's about time to dive into our main event. Let's do it. And I ain't afraid of no ghosts. There's something strange in the neighborhood. So who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters! Each sold separately. Have no fear. Vegan, Steph, and Spangler are here. So are these ghosts. They've got eggplant. We've been gooped. Now what? Stay puffed, Marshmallow Man. Let's show this pile of dessert who's boss. Activating Trona Blaster. We ain't afraid of them. Ghosts. Peter Venkman, Ectoplasm, Stay Puff, Marshmallow Man, and other figures each sold separately. Ghostbusters, new from Kenner. All right, Travis, we are back here with our main event. It's the real Ghostbusters. And before we dive into this, is there a more iconic theme song than the Ghostbusters? No. Um, I made the mistake of playing it around Gracie this year. And all through Trick or Treat and Halloween, all I ever heard was, Hey, Dad, who are you going to call? <laughs> right. So, uh, no, I, I there, there's no, uh, well, maybe one. And I think it's the 66 Batman. No, 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 Batman. Yeah. I think that's like one in one A. You really can't like when it comes to iconic themes. Like they're they're they are up there. It's to me that theme is what made Ghostbusters popular, right? I mean, cartoons, video games, movies, action figures, but there was something about that. I mean, everybody remembers mm-hmm. that song. Um, I remember being very into Ghostbusters as a kid. I had a few of these guys, not many, but I think it was just because like everybody was into it, right? It's like you can't not be into Ghostbusters because it was such a huge thing in the late 80s. Yes. Um, and what's funny about this toy line is this toy line was based on a was Ghostbusters rated R or, P, or was it one of the early PG-13 I don't think it was rated R, but in the movie there's some some harsh language and like there's scenes of them smoking. Right. Not that that's like a, a horrible thing, but that's not something you would depict of like a, a hero, right? And so... Uh, questionable actions, I guess, is the best way to... Right. To and that. so I think... Did that movie come out in like 84, though? It was, it was, it's relatively old, if I remember right. Yeah, it it was early, and, and I think it's fair to say that they probably didn't realize it was going to be like such a cultural cool. thing for young kids, maybe because I think it was. And it's actually there's a lot of scenes in that that are kind of scary for young kids. I think. 
yeah, the dogs terrified me. Yeah. And everybody can laugh at Travis as a young kid. But you know what the most scary scene for me was? And, like, to this day, like, it, it doesn't scare me, but, like, it just I just remember being so scared as a kid. Um, it wasn't any of the ghosts or that the Ghostbusters were scared of ghosts. It was uh, at the very beginning when Bill Murray was doing the psychic tests and shocking the kid for no reason, and it's like, that would hurt. Yeah. And for some reason, like getting electrocuted as a kid just terrified me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those movies, I think when I watched it, I think I'm expecting like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live action movie. Because it's like, that's a live action movie based on a cartoon we all loved, right? Yes. I think this was almost reversed. I think the movie came out first, right? Yeah, first it was the movie. Um, the movie got so big, then they made the cartoon. Yeah. And then the toys, Ghostbusters. Right? Yeah, the toys came out, and then Ghostbusters 2 came out. I'm pretty sure that's the timeline. Was the movie based off of something, like a comic or anything like that? No. Just just a movie? Just a movie, yeah. And but like it, but said, it's like it really one of those things a... where like Slimer and the State Puff Marshmallow Man, it's so... Funny, they're like, oh, we can make a cartoon of this, and so let's make it for kids, basically. Yeah, because the, the cartoon was a late 80s cartoon, mm -hmm. so it was three to five years after the movie, because, um, like I said, it more coincided with Ghostbusters 2 than it did Ghostbusters. Um, now, if I recall, and... You guys can correct me on this. I think the real reason that they made the Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters cartoon, was Filmation made a cartoon called Ghostbusters because they actually owned the rights. And they talked about that in the movies that made us. Um, and the Ghostbusters cartoon that came out first had this like giant gorilla and two other people in like a, a talking car and people were getting confused. So then they made the real ghostbusters cartoon. See, I never knew that's why and it was then, called that. That makes sense. Yeah. So then, um, then they made, obviously it's the eighties. You've got to make a toy out of every Saturday morning cartoon. Right. And they had the movies to go with it as well, so why not? Let's do this. And, and I mean, it absolutely makes sense. So definitely, I mean, it's it's really interesting how things happen and stuff like that, and like where this idea comes from and how it becomes such an iconic. Because like, they just did the new Ghostbusters film this you know twenty twenty one. So I haven't actually watched it yet, so I won't talk about it because I know I kind of know some spoiler stuff, but I don't like to say that. But I think. This has been like a thing going for a long time. They've tried to make because they did that all female Ghostbusters movie. I don't think it did very well money wise. Um, I don't know. This has been like a franchise they've had a hard time like figuring out. I guess. Yeah, uh, but I've I've heard that they've knocked this new one out of the park. And, uh, yeah, I heard that too. Um. 
but I mean, it's, it's been around for close to 40 years. So they, they had to do something right to keep an interest. Now, are they expanding on that? I, I, I don't know, but like, like you, I have yet to see the new one. So yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna hold out just a little bit to to see it in in theaters and find out, you know, how good it actually is. Well, to dive into series one here, um, as we mentioned, released by Kenner in 1986, we start off with Egon Spengler, and he he comes with the Gulper Ghost. So again, Egon, I feel like. Obviously, these cartoon characters are in no way based off the actors that played them, I don't think. so. But I actually remember this version of Egon so much more because I remember having... I don't know if it was this figure, but I had his figure with like the blonde hair and the glasses. I always remember that. This was my first um, ghost, real Ghostbusters figure. Egon was my favorite, and I remember... Going with my Aunt Kay, she took me to McDonald's one afternoon, and I got a Happy Meal, and then we went to KB Toys, or not KB, Children's Palace, and uh, I got Egon, and I thought it was cool that that little ghost had a hollow bottom, and you could set the ghost on top of Egon's head. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. So that was my first one as well, and, and and what started the slippery slope that is uh, Ghostbusters in the, in the Fowler, uh, Fowler family. Next up we have Green Ghost, but we all might know him by a different name, and that is Slimer. Um, why... Did they not call him Slimer here? Do you have any story or any like, hint of that? Even, yeah, if you even go back and watch it, the earlier cuts, he never had a name um, until I think the cartoon is where they called him Slimer. And he was just Green Ghost. Uh, but in the first movie, he was just known as Green Ghost. And then... Like I said, I think in the cartoon they named him Slimer because he had no name. And then going forward, they just called him Slimer. Because he wasn't, if you watch in the first movie, he wasn't their little, like, teammate or, like, tag-along that he talked to him in the cartoon. So um, I think it was just, well, he was in the movie. Let's, uh, we, we need a... A, a ghost, well, you know, what better way to do that than use the first ghost that they find and who was driving the bus and, you know, let's do that. And, oh, well, we just realized he doesn't have a name. Well, Green Ghost doesn't sell. Let's call him Slimer. Perfect so, name, though. Yeah. But so I mean, I think the high C Ecto Cooler, man, he was on all of those. Oh, my gosh. Arguably the greatest high C of all time. Ecto Cooler. Agreed. Yeah, so Slimer. Uh, very interesting to see that he didn't have a name early on. Um, third up in the in this series one, we've got, um, I guess you'd say he's the Leonardo of the group. Peter Vinkman. Um, this is, of course, the Bill Murray character. Again, this this figure does not depict Bill Murray at all. 
Uh, he also comes with the Grabber Ghost. Yep. Uh, you know, they all of these guys came with their proton packs, mm-hmm. and they had like a little little spinner and their own little ghost to uh, uh, bust, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> yeah. capture bust. Like. The ghost that you can bust. There you go. Absolutely. Um, and, of course, they all have uh, – looks like all their coveralls are kind of slightly different colors too, which is fun. Um, then, of course, we have Ray Stance with the rapper Ghost. Again, um, that's the uh, Dan Aykroyd character. Doesn't really resemble Dan Aykroyd at all, which I don't think it's supposed to. But, again, kind of like a, a second-in-command to uh, Peter Vinkman there. Yeah, he uh... – I mean, he's your third in command. Well, you're uh, your third one, and, you know, you've got to get your team. Kind of like you have four Ghostbusters, you have four Ninja Turtles. So, uh, you know, just another basic one, but your team builder. For sure. I'm going to skip one and go down to uh, uh, Winston Zedmore. Um of course, in the movie, he kind of joins up with them, if I remember correctly, played by Ernie Hudson in the movie. Um, he has the Chomper Ghost, um, so that, that that completes your four Ghostbusters. Each come with a ghost. This is a pretty cool toy line so far, man. I have no complaints. Yeah, like, yeah, like I said, you've got your team, you've got Slimer, you've got little ghosts to bust. Like it, it, It's just a good first series so far. And then the, the uh, I, can't, I think the cream of the crop here, uh, the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man. Of course, a pretty integral scene in uh, the movie. I remember him very distinctly from the cartoon. As a kid, I actually had like a 12-inch Stave Puff Marshmallow Man I got for Christmas or something one year. Very jealous about that because yes. uh, I never, ever had the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man. So, oh, man. little little jealous about that. Well, when I got it, I didn't know anything about Ghostbusters, and I just remember thinking that that was like, like what is this? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the Marshmallow Man. It's like, oh, I mean, like I liked it. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like one of those things of like, what is this here? I'm not, I'm not exactly right. sure, but that rounds out. You uh, got wave... no busters to bust, right? Yeah. Uh, that rounds out wave one. So pretty cool wave. You get the four Ghostbusters with a little mini ghost. You get kind of a main villain with the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man plus Slimer. So, I mean, it's I, th- I think that's a pretty cool wave. And, like, what's funny is Hasbro, through Ke- as, like, as released, like, it was Kenner, actually re-released this entire first wave, like, what, a year or two ago? Yeah, I think it was roughly a year ago, right around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um uh, because wasn't it like there was Slimer and Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? Yeah, and then and the four and the four Ghostbusters. Yeah, well, at first you could only find Slimer and and Stay uh, Puft, oh, right? Yeah, this came out right around the time of Revelations, or uh, yeah, Revelations Series One, because it was Slimer and Stay Puft, and then right around Christmas is when the other four. Just mm-hmm. miracle, like the four Ghostbusters showed up, right? And I've since then I've seen like a toilet guy, like a toilet ghost. Yes. I don't, I don't know. Um, so th- they may still be making more. 
I'm pretty guilty of this, and I think some people may be too. I don't pay attention to stuff I'm not collecting as well as I should sometimes. Well, I do now that I have a podcast about it, but at the time I just kind of was like, oh, that's cool, and then kind of moved on. But um, I never I never dove back into these. They were fun, but I just was like, again, we can't collect everything. You have to kind of slow it down. Like, I love the retro Playmate Ninja Turtles, but again, I just – I. I can't justify those and the NECA ones right now. Yeah, I I didn't buy any of the new ones. Um, and I was lucky enough, this was one of the lines that my brother collected. So he had the uh, Ecto-1. I think there was like an Ecto-2 chopper. The, the, uh, the uh, firehouse, like he had all of this. So... I uh, I got to play uh, play with them uh, because he had them because I was doing you know Masters of the Universe and and GI Joe so uh, whenever he needed someone to be the ghosts I normally uh, took the the role of all the bad guy ghosts and lost every time because the Ghostbusters were uh, busting very well back in the uh, late 80s very cool well travis i think it's about that time for you to pick next week's topic but i'm gonna throw you a curveball you are not picking next week's topic my friend Uh oh yeah i I already like where this is going this is the greatest (laughs) in 40 episodes this might be the greatest moment of the tv toy cast so you know a few few months ago I introduced doing the categories and uh, I had one category left, which was wave two, but I'm going to kind of, we're going to bypass that for now. And what I'm going to do is start doing Twitter polls. So you'll have already seen it if you're listening to this, cause I'm going to drop it. Well, probably tomorrow because if I don't drop it soon, you know, we'll need it to drop. So we have, you know, what we're going to record on, but uh, I'm going to put out four topics. I don't even know what it's going to be yet. Four different topics of different toy lines for us to cover in our next week's main event. So you have the power, ladies and gentlemen. And I plan to do this for episodes 41 through 50, at least if everybody likes it, I might stay on that track because I'll be honest, man, we've had a lot of requests for different toy lines that I haven't put on. And so I think it might be kind of fun to get other people's takes on what we talk about. I think it's going to be great. Now I have a reason to yell at our listeners for any specific reason, because they are now the ones giving me anxiety for what they will choose, what they won't choose. This is an amazing idea. I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm kind of curious what, which way we go because, um, there's so many different ways to go on this, obviously, and so many different toy lines. Um, so it'll be it'll be it'll be fun, I think. But uh, who knows? I think it's always cool to to give some variety in there, and maybe the listeners will dig this and uh, pick some uh, some good stuff. And also, too, if you're listening to this, shoot ideas our way. If there's a line we haven't mentioned, maybe we're not familiar with it. Let us know because I would because I know someone uh, hit me up in one of the social medias and. Asked if we would ever cover the NECA Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I was like, "Absolutely, they're brand new still, so I, I feel like we have time to wait on those a bit." But absolutely, that's something I want to dive into. I think I love that line. 
Oh yeah, those are we yes. <coughs> Excuse me, but like we we could cover a lot, like do an episode on the cartoons, do an episode on right and the movies because the there's really not a series one with those. It's kind of a right like kind of just all come out series. Randomly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I and what's funny is I going kind of going back to that with NECA. I actually like that, like with Goliath. If that if they had came out with five gargoyles all at once for thirty seven dollars, yeah, I may have passed on them. But one at a time, it's a little easier to do. Yeah, and uh, that's what makes it. You know, like I'm going to repeat the same thing. That's what makes these gargoyles a little more palatable because right. you know I'm seeing more of them, and we've been seeing them since what? Right around Thanksgiving. So we're about three months in. Dude, I found Goliath back in October, actually. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, and so I remember that because it, uh, it was my birthday. Remember, that's when I got I bought him and uh, Breaker, not me, the G.I. Joe. And I was able to that's go back right. and uh, get some uh, some money back. So, yeah. I mean, but I, I was just at Walmart right before we started recording. I had to pick up some stuff uh, for dinner. And they had four Goliaths there. So they're out there. If uh, and hopefully the other characters, and I, I understand Goliath is like the the face of that line, so he's going to have more. But some of the lesser known characters may be less. But hopefully they still hit just as well. I think they will because NECA does a really good job of, of releasing everything and not really holding anything back anymore. I think that was mostly a a COVID thing that we ran into distribution problems. Oh, definitely. Well, uh, of course, um, before we before we get out of here, I want to shout out some of our podcasting buddies. Of course, I always give a shout out to these guys doing the favor, Eric and Barry. We love those guys over there. Um, one of my favorite go-to podcasts every week and so much fun to, to talk with those guys and be friends with them. Hopefully, we see them uh, in around August, man. Who knows? I, I, I know we can – I know I'll probably be seeing Eric and I see Barry – come in and uh you know hashtag uh, uh we need a, a power ohio hour i don't even know what i'm trying to do the hashtags are horrible and I, i'm horrible at it but uh you know <laughs> i get i get to, the, uh, I get the power thought behind it so i'm i'm good yeah, yeah for sure um if me and bang can come up there i think it would be a lot of fun so i'm still working on him we'll see if we can make that happen uh, of course i got to shout out tim over at a chair shot pulling up a chair with a chair shot great guy uh, one of one of my favorite people to follow on Twitter. You know, just really good dude. Doesn't get doesn't get into the drama or anything. Just a fun guy to talk with. Uh, the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Stephen Eric's another really fun one. I I really enjoy Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast with Richard Yule and his buddy Matt talking horror movies. Plus uh, catching up with my buddy Aaron and his friend Daniel on on movies from the 2011 era. And then finally. Um, the one and only Jason Wolf at the Art of Jason Wolf. Um, I think we need to have him on the Toycast again soon. The newsletter is out. He's got some great stuff in the works. Um, you know, he's just such a great guy and um, love his customs, his artwork, all that stuff. So much fun. So, if you're not a part of the Wolf Club, I cannot tell you enough. You're definitely, definitely missing out. I definitely agree on that. Um like to shout out uh, Jeff and Scott at the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Uh, also, Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History, uh, where 
they're not always right, but they are always drunk. We've got our Thursday tag team partners, uh, Drew and Caitlin Vensel on Tales from the Estate, uh, where you'll get some random facts, some Drew's reviews, and a top five with at least three honorable mentions every week. Uh, Star Joes, uh, also want to give them a special shout out. Uh, as of uh, night of recording, uh, it is their 12-year anniversary from their first episode release. So, wow. uh, happy 12 years and congratulations to uh, Ryan and Chuck and John and Grub and all those guys uh, that have you know stepped in to take over some co-hosting. But uh, 12 years in podcasting is is a long, long time. That is. Uh, congratulations on that. And it's a very long time. Finally, now. oh yeah. And then finally, I want to shout out uh, the Open Your Toys podcast with uh, Rock. Rock's our bud. Uh, he, you know, comments and talks to us on Facebook. And uh, Rock's a good guy. Check out his podcast. They've got an audio and a uh, video podcast on YouTube where they do a deeper uh, dive into every bit of toy news from action figures to uh, like hot toys and, and things like that. So definitely check them out for sure. Some great people there. So check all their stuff out. Of course, get our official t-shirt over at whatamaneuver.net search by store for the TV toy cast. Check out my other podcast, breaker and Bane's power hour every Sunday. And you know, it's fake, right? Every Monday, that's all I got. Um, thank you guys for checking out the TB Toycast. And remember to vote at TB Toycast on Twitter for our next main event. Who knows what it could be. But until then, we will see you guys in the toy aisle. Take it easy.